Hello, human peoples. You're listening to the podcast network of Gamefully Unemployed. Support us and gain access to great exclusive podcasts like Fox Mulder is a Maniac, Tom and Jeff Watch Batman, Star Trek The Next Futurama, and our latest show, Spiel Boys. Head over to patreon.com slash gamefullyunemployed. We do game streaming, movie nights with our patrons every Friday night, and you can even commission your own podcast about anything you want. Literally anything, within reason. And we have to do it. You are quite frankly out of excuses not to go visit patreon.com slash gamefullyunemployed. That's patreon.com slash G-A-M-E-F-U-L-L-Y unemployed, which is spelled like it sounds. Welcome to Screamplay, a show about spooky video games, with your hosts, Tom and John Ryman. Hello everybody, welcome, welcome to another episode of Screamplay, about spooky video games. I'm Tom Ryman. I am John Ryman. Folks, we're so happy. We're recording in person for the first time. This I is know. new. This is new. My computer sucks and I have no idea how to fix it. Your computer is being held hostage by some sort of ghost. I know. Speaking of your electronic devices and other aspects of your daily, daily day-to-day life being hijacked by supernatural forces beyond your com- comprehension, the game we're going to talk about today is 2023's World of Horror. Oh, wow. Is it 2023? Technically. Um, it was actually in early access for a while. I think oh, okay. It so was- it's like Baldur's Gate. Even though Baldur's Gate like got game of the year this year, it really kind of had what came out like three years ago. Yeah, essentially. Um, I'm mad about Lives of P, guys. Lives of P didn't get one goddamn award. <laughs> that is... Shock! You got a real bone to pick with that. I do. You've been, I do. You've been really crowing from the mountaintop about this Pinocchio game. Yeah, you guys need to play it. <laughs> this episode's about World of Horror. It's about as indie as you get. It was in early access since 2020, full release this year. All sorts of acclaim. All sorts of acclaim. All sorts. Uh, it's, All sorts. It's acclaim. basically a one-bit pixel art style point-and-click adventure game. Old school Nintendo music. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah, very chiptunes mm-hmm. music. Um, all done in the art style of a horror manga. And specifically, it's apparently done as an homage to a specific artist named Junji Ito, who is not a person I'm familiar with. Oh. But apparently he's a very uh, a storied and popular uh, horror manga artist. Uh, this game draws heavily from his work and from H.P. Lovecraft. Um, so you'd be, you might assume this is a Japanese game. It is not. It was made by a Polish developer. Made um, by a weeb. One guy. I think I'm pretty sure one person programmed this game. It's not the first uh, game that we've played that one person made. Well, I think another, from what I've read, one person programmed the game and then another person, uh, an author named Cassandra Ka, I hope I'm pronouncing her name correctly or their name correctly. Um, did a lot of the writing. Oh, okay. But it was just these two people from all I, as far as I can tell. Speaking of pronunciations, guys, we were, we're two older white men. Um, we might not pronounce manga right. It might be manga. Please don't write to us and, and correct us. We we just honestly are doing our best Please here. correct everything I mispronounce, but send them all to John. Yes. Yeah, and so he'll, I, he'll pass them on to me. Don't worry. I'll, I will immediately delete them. No, but I, I, we do our best here. But um, anyway, um, I think it's scary story time, right? Yeah. So Tom, we're in our bathroom. We are actually. We're taking. Right now. We're it's taking the best, best acoustics in here. We're taking a bath and smoking a cigarette, like you do in like 1980x. Now some of the waters started to go bad because the spider god is playing tricks on us. Mm. So we have to jump out real quick. And uh, call a plumber to get this demon shit out of our out of our bathtub. But it's while we're me. waiting on him, because he's coming sometime between today and next year, he's coming sometime between it's a two and it's a four. Yeah, and 
God, what if Mario was in this game? Oh no! <laughs> oh my god! This is beyond what I know! I'm like, Things are scratching in my brain! <laughs> the spider lays eggs behind my eyes! I almost, did, I almost did like Transylvania Mario. Yeah, you almost did. <laughs> it was like Dracula Mario. You almost did. Oh, the membrane between worlds is getting a theme! <laughs> Uh, but uh, we have some time, though, so why don't you uh, regale us with a scary story? Oh, man, I'd be so excited to. Okay, so, like we mentioned, World of Horror, 2023, point-and-click adventure game, um, done in one-pixel art style uh, that was animated entirely in Microsoft Paint. Um, it is essentially a roguelike. Um, it's very close to Hades, uh, if anybody, any of you guys listening has played Hades, or games similar, like Returnal, in that the point of the game is to play it over and over and over again. It is the only way to see everything the game has to offer. Uh, basically, you can start a game, you, you go through five mysteries that are randomly generated, um, you kind of progress through in light RPG elements like finding allies, finding items, balancing your stats and leveling up to a degree, but mostly you're just kind of moving through a map having randomly generated encounters. It's a lot like playing like Arkham Horror or a board game like that. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Yeah, it's more and, like a board game. Yeah, and in that, in that way, yes, the, the, the main loop of the gameplay is very roguelike. It's a roguelike RPG, which is an interesting game. So it basically means you're going to be playing as one of five teenagers trying to solve weird happenings going on in your, in your hometown in, in uh, Shiokawa, Japan in 1980X. Uh, a random year in 1980. That would be 1990. <laughs> that would be 1980 plus 10. That would just be 1990. A Lovecraftian Elder God. It is also randomly generated. Uh, that has a random effect on you. It's a lot of RNG stuff. So you're, you're going to be hitting it if you played Returnal or Hades. You're kind of... You'll be hitting quick play to go through it until you get a good roll. Like a good roll of mysteries. A good roll of abilities. Um, and your goal is to try to get through all five mysteries so that you can go to this lighthouse in the middle of town and climb a couple of stairs and have your showdown with the Elder God before the Elder God wakes up. And you have this doom meter that gradually fills throughout the game as things happen, um, as well as a stamina and sanity meter that you also have to manage. And if either of those drop to zero below, you die. And if your doom meter fills up to 100% before you get to the top of the lighthouse, you also die. Yeah. Um, but each mystery has multiple different endings. Um, the game itself has multiple different endings for how you encounter the Elder God, depending on which one it is and how you resolve it. So a big part of the draw of this game is just smashing yourself into these rocks again and again on these Hades Returnal style roguelike loops, like Rogue Legacy, games like that, to try to see everything and see the different possible uh, endings and stuff. And that's really kind of the core loop of the game. Hmm. Chilling. Bone chilling. Frightening. I'll tell you what's frightening is trying to figure this fucking game out. <laughs> well, now that I've regaled us with a scary story, I think it's time to go up and knock on Vincent's door, right? He's He's been watching us at the end of the drive. Peering through his shades. What are they doing down there? <laughs> I suppose they're trying to sell more cookies. Off of my grass. <laughs> Get off my grass. Just had it sodded. <laughs> That's good sod. <laughs> Let's go tap on his door and see if we can uh, can get him to uh, let us in. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna wrap 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 a tap on Vincent Price's door to see if he'll let us inside Spookaboo Manor. Now I invite you to step inside Spookaboo Manor. Speaking of building up to shocking twists, uh, folks, we're within the confines of Spookaboo Manor now, which means this is where we're going to talk about all the spookiness uh, of World of Horror. The booiness and the spookiness of World of Horror. A whole world. A um, whole new world. In 1980X. The yes. same year Mega Man has to work his way oh, through the Oh, man, I wish, I wish this was a shared universe with Mega It man. might be, for all we know. Well, we, yeah, we, you kill the lady with the scissors, you do get her scissors. That's true. You do and, often get powers from these people. And those, I don't know if you tried using those scissors, but those, those scissors are pretty, pretty dope. I don't know if that's a guaranteed drop. I didn't always get the scissors. Anyway, listen... 
I've been flapping my lips for a while, so why don't you uh, talk a little bit about the the, the spookaboo-ness <laughs> of, of World of Horror? Well, I do like Japanese, I, I guess they call it J-horror. Um, I, I, uh, that for like uh, Ringu and... and yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is like kind of what this is. It's oh, like yeah. an HP Lovecraft, but like Ringu ghosts and grudge ghosts and stuff like that. I liked the art. Like, the art of the monsters, they were sufficiently creepy. And some of them were just funny, because you'll, like, see, like, this <laughs> this weird, feverish guy, like, come up to you. Right. Some of them ask are... you if you, like, want to buy... And they'll I'll always ask you something weird, like, do you want to buy insurance? And it's, what the fuck is going on? And I say, no, that's okay. Oh, you lose two sanity as a spider crawls out of your asshole, or something like that. I, I don't really would I don't think I would really call this a scary game. Like it didn't really scare me that much. I did like the imagery though and kind of um, I guess the storytelling on it. But something like this you can't like this for like a board game. Like you can't really get jump scares like you can in like games like Evil Within or um there dead are... space it's not as immersive but there are there's creepiness with it but like i don't this game is not as immersive i think as some of the other games that we've played the um retro nature of it and the artwork and the fact that it's all in black and white that actually provides some of the creep factor to it, I think, just because it's it seems kind of old, maybe a little haunted or something like that, like a haunted game. Um, that would have been nice if they added something like that in there, like it was like, like like Inscription, where like you're right. like you're actually playing like a cursed game or something like that. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean stuff this kind of this kind of game. I don't think is as immersive as many horror games that I would like to that I like to play are. Right. So you prefer, and I think that's probably true for a lot of people. Just when playing some some games in general, you mm -hmm. like to be immersed with certain yeah. games. It's about being in a world, and horror is definitely for sure like that. Where the yeah. the more immersed you are, the more scary it is. The the, the very first and the very first uh, game we talked about, Callisto Protocol, was a lot like that, and something that the game that kind of got me super into horror games, Dead Space, that spaceship was like a functioning spaceship. Everything on there made sense, and it helps to immerse you in it. You're pulled in it like you're actually operating in real time. This is just kind of like push a button. There's no real, anima there's no real animation. It's just like, all right, now we're going to flash this picture at you. And the creature designs are really good in this game. But, you know, it's just basically just showing you a picture. So it's kind of, like, hard to be spooked, really, for me in this game. Yeah, yeah. I actually kind of wanted to, if you don't mind me coming in Go ahead. on that idea, is, yeah, there's there's not a lot of connected tissue here. Um, and so with that idea of being immersive, I mentioned um, a lot of this game is, is RNG. This is randomly generated. It's a big portion of this game. You get a random roll of cases. You get a random roll of events that you will encounter during those cases. And there's usually more than... There is more than one ending uh, to each mystery. And for most of the mysteries, there's more than two. There's right. several endings. So um, it's all this randomness. And because of all the randomness, everything's very modular. And because everything's very modular, even though each case is kind of its own little short story, which I really like. Yeah. Um, and I really like the idea of lost media because it does present itself like you're playing this old computer game on an old computer. So right. there is an aspect of this lost media. But because it's so modular for the randomly generated aspect of it, you're right. It's not as immersive. You can't get you can't really get a rhythm going because you're not like really immersing yourself into a narrative because the overall narrative is just very basic H.P. Lovecraft. Yeah. There's an impending doom. A great old one is coming. You have five cases to try to stop it. This is 100% Arkham Horror. Yeah, it's Arkham it Horror. It's Arkham Horror. Like you said, roguelike and, you know, Returnal and that. I, I would compare it more to Arkham Horror. Yeah, mechanically, I was saying. Yeah, you can randomly generate games in Arkham Horror as well. You know, pick, pick the uh, different... Um, uh, old ones and yeah. you know certain things will happen during the game that'll put um, different like handicaps on you as you're going through 
When we're saying Arkham Horror, like Arkham Horror, if you're not familiar, is a board game that's pretty oh, popular, yeah. so you may have heard of it. Um, but it's a, it's an immersive adventure horror game where it's a team of one to eight investigators is working against some great old one to try to stop it before it wakes up. It's you against the game. It's cooperative, but it's very, very difficult. And it has a lot of components of where you draw random events and they usually fuck you over. And that's like this game to a T. This game... Yeah. It's very, very hard. It's hard to win a playthrough of this game on normal difficulty. If you go in, there's like training scenarios you can do. But if you right. go in at the game standard setting to hit just quick play, give me five random cases. I'm going to see if I can try to get through it with a random character, random attributes. You'll get a random frailty. Yeah, um, those and so suck. It's tough to win this under those... Uh, uh, circumstances so I do love the desperation aspect that's uh, very thematic that carries over that is in Arkham Horror um, and is always in this game because each playthrough only takes about two hours so it's not a drawn out experience you feel this ticking clock you feel the dread because you're constantly forced to make decisions that are like cutting off your own arm to get yeah that's that's like true that. that's true like uh because anytime like you do an action like the doom meter goes so as i started figuring out how to play this game i'm getting my ass beat so i'll have to like keep going to like the hospital or you know um any of these different uh like the downtown area where you can go to like a uh, the cops the, the cops, or you can go to the dog. You can buy stuff from a dog in this. You sure can. And sometimes the dog vanishes, and like your town just doesn't have stores anymore. So that, I don't know what that dog did to become like the merchant. Um, he knows what he did. Yeah, what he did he to get run out of town. Yeah, <laughs> we can't buy from that dog anymore. Yeah. <laughs> well, who's gonna operate the Safeway now? Well, there's a cat. There's a cat that that's been on. You can't trust radar. cats to run the register. That's true. They just dip in, then they scratch off their they own lottery tickets. Yeah, <laughs> just sitting up there scratching off a roll. Yep, it's not even open. It's three three thirty in the afternoon on a Wednesday, and they give you like uh, just getting back to it. They give you the the money is called funds, and you just have points in there. And you have to, sometimes you don't have a weapon, so you're just like fighting people with your fists. There is an action that you can scavenge a, a weapon. Yeah, there is. There is. But that takes an action. They takes time. punch you in the face while you're doing it. It's it's Final Fantasy uh, turn-based RPG combat uh, yes. based on a timer system. It's not bad. It's pretty straightforward. Um, but, I mean, what I'm saying is like that resource management, the time management, the doom management, that... Provides some tension in this in this game, but like I said, like I was saying earlier, it's kind of like not not scary so much. It is gnarly, I would guess. I would say. Oh yeah, um, yeah. I just wanted to say kind of one last thing for the horror aspect of it um, is because of its modular nature. This is sort of a game that relies on an emergent narrative, which is basically like. It's, it's it's making your own fun like it's like well okay so it's like you you basically you provide the connective tissue yourself yeah. in between the um the events so you're like imagine okay what was my character doing that they walked to the school and suddenly found this weird teacher who like it's like i want to show you my new biology specimen or meets the janitor who wants to turn people into mermaids um i didn't get that one Oh, it's great. I never got that. Uh, I do want to ask you at some point what your favorite case is. I got the ramen one like every single ramen time. ramen one is so gross. Um, what is it like their feet, like the old one is feeding people its own flesh or something like that? feeding people themselves. Oh, themselves? Like in a, from a past, it's always unclear. I only got one yeah. ending. Anyway, but so there is, I do really like that. That part appeals to me a lot. It's one reason why I was such a big fan of Arkham Horror, the board game. And it's a big thing I look for when when I'm playing board games. It's oh, yeah. board games that have an emergent narrative component where it's like you get to play as a unique character with unique attributes and then kind of what you do and how your story unfolds is up to you. And I love that about this game. It just sort of handicaps the horror a little bit just in terms of the way the game is designed. Yeah, I mean, but like with a game like this, you can only be so scary. That's right. And so, and it sets it up for being like, 
as more of like a love letter to horror manga. Yeah. And we're like these these J horror movies. And Lovecraft, I do want to say it's really good. Like it, this also reminded me a lot of Pulse, uh, that that um, horror movie. And um, did I see Pulse? Um, I think shoot, I saw a different Pulse. One like it, but anyway, just this Pulse is the one where um, there's this epidemic of people killing themselves. One of the mysteries in this is actually very similar to Pulse. yeah, that's that's the way the, it starts. The suicide Forest or whatever it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and it's it becomes this whole thing. But like, there's this sense of um, looming impending dread that's like relentless um that's a component in lovecraft and a component in, in like pulse and um i assume probably in the manga artist that they cited um so that's primarily where the game gets its horror from because everything you see all the imagery and mm-hmm. the creatures and the the interactions and the events and sort of the backgrounds and the mood of it all contributes to this dread so that's all very well done. Yeah, and that's something I really like. One of the my favorite things about like an HP Lovecraft uh, craft <laughs> cosmic horror story. HP Hovercraft. Yeah, HP Hovercraft. <laughs> Still racist, but I can float. Yeah, and I go really fast. <laughs> Take you from England to France in two hours. But uh, what I like about HP Lovecraft. Uh, the cosmic horror aspect is just like how reality is still there, but it doesn't really matter. Like reality is kind of like fragile. So you have like, it literally anything can happen with that. Like just a a fucking boogans can just pop out of thin air or, you know, these, these and frequently does and frequently does. And, you know, people's sanity is like, you know razor thin and you know just every anything that can happen can happen it's theoretical in a lot of yeah. cases yeah uh we're gonna ballpark this guy's yeah. mental state even the heroes are crazy in these stories but um, oh yeah i love that your portrait starts to deteriorate as you take more physical and mental damage yeah yeah that's that's pretty cool that also tells me i'm like why does he have a mike tyson tattoo on his face <laughs> and it's like oh i'm cursed okay uh, yeah yeah how do i get rid of that oh i don't you can it's tough you have to find a specific item that allows you to get rid of a curse oh that's true you can heal in it's it's a whole ass thing the game is designed to beat the crap out of you I beat one, I completed one lighthouse run, and it was on the easy difficulty, so not on the standard difficulty. I just did it all on standard, and I was getting my ass thumped. I played it maybe like ten times, and I beat it twice. I've only completed it on easy. I did a bunch of, I've probably played it for ten or twelve hours, because I wanted to see, I still haven't even seen all the cases. I want to see all the cases. I haven't seen all the cases either. I want to see all the monsters, and the game keeps track of that for you. You've got like a little album for all your mysteries all the endings all the different end screens you've got so the the game knows that its loop is you want to see everything it's very much a game just about finding these little horror short stories and getting to play through them with really light rpg mechanics um it appeals to it it feels a little bit like like try to play arkham horror in my closet before like my dad comes in and yells at me for being a nerd or something like it feels like a game like that weirdly if you didn't play it naked all the time, maybe that's true. Well, you know, it, it adds you. to the immersion, man. I have to make my own fun. Oh, that's true. Like I can't feel like I'm really part of some deranged cultist uh, ceremony in the Silver Twilight Lodge unless I am nude, um, covered in covered crazy. in symbols yeah. like yeah. Uh, Jeffrey Combs and the Frighteners. Exactly. Yeah, I with his haircut from the Frighteners. Um, do you have any more thoughts for the Spookaboo Manor before not, Vincent Price kicks us out? Not really. He's, gosh, man. He's been <laughs> glaring at us this whole time, man. He's trying, to, he's trying to watch Golden Bachelor. That's why. Yeah. <laughs> he's still pissed they rejected his application. I have my own games that I play in solitude. Thank you very much. <laughs> the contestants are all in the basement. <laughs> they don't know they're playing yet. <laughs> Oh, uh, yeah. So I guess we'll get out of here and let him do that. Let him get back to his stories. Yeah, let him get back to his stories. And let's um, step outside into his Cemetery of the Year, as voted by Home and Gardens, 10 years running. And uh, get into the bones Bo- of this. Bone and Gouldens. Nope, that didn't work. No. Nope. No. No. Mm-mm. 
Nope. I, I can't think of anything. I tried, but it's just going to be dead air. Bone and Chardons? Nope, that doesn't no, work. It no. Kind of, because like glass bricks when people go like, ah, and they scream. Anyway, we're in the bone and Chardons. Yeah. <laughs> Perhaps now we should go chasing through the boneyard. Bone and Hardons, but that'd be a different, uh, that's a, that's that's a that's very a, different podcast. the other side of the house. With games that you do not want anyone to see on your hard drive. <laughs> Folks, this is the part where we talk about the gameplay. How it, how it actually is as a game. Uh, how, how fun it is to play. And you went first on the horror. Mm-hmm. I'll take it first here. Okay. Hot I take. that's fair. Hot take. I really enjoy playing this game. Mm. Like this game, I like Rogue Legacy. I like Returnal. I like Hades. Um, uh, this, uh, loop hero, um, I, I like roguelikes and I like roguelikes that have a very contained loop that it's pretty, I mean, Hades and Returnal, obviously that loop grows larger and larger until you're eventually expected to play through the entire game in a single loop. But I like, I didn't expect this to work as well as it does. Like combining a roguelike with this weird horror RPG but it does still manage to be satisfying. You do get these satisfying little short stories out of all the different mysteries. And I still, I've only seen a third of them, barely. And I want to see more of them because they're all crazy. And there's something really appealed to me about just keep, oh, I want to do another, I just want to do one more loop. Okay, I just want to do one more loop. All right, I just want to do one more run. I want to see which ones I get. I want to see how far I can get. Um, and the, the reward being seeing a little bit more of the story is so perfect for a weird freaking nerd like me. So I'm just, I just want to see more of these stories. So this one really spoke to me. It's, it's dirt simple. It's got a simple contained loop. Um, it play, it's playing around in a, in a, in a genre. I love, uh, horror, cosmic horror and point and click adventure is a, a video game genre I really enjoy that was uh, pretty much doesn't get done really anymore, although there's a bit of a comeback. Um, so yeah, I really liked this game. I'm probably going to play it a lot more. I'll probably play it until I at least see all of the different mysteries. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I didn't... <laughs> I have a... I have a God damn it. I have a fractious relationship with this game. <laughs> because the game does not tell you how to play, really. No. Like you said earlier, it's like banging your head against the wall. Like, I didn't know what I was doing, and I got murdered, like, half the time. And I'm like, well, what the fuck just happened? Like, I was, like, on cloud nine over here, and then all of a sudden I see this weird horror salesman on the, out, on the sidewalk, and I'm dead. Yeah. Like, I don't... Or, or, like, I have, like, a broken... I have a broken arm and like half my face is gone. And that's, it's just, it, it just, it just felt like beating my head against the wall until I finally pieced it together. I was like, okay, this is like Arkham horror. And when I started playing it like Arkham horror, it's, uh, it got better. It got, it got a little bit better. I understood it a little bit better. Um, it's a little bit of an XCOM element to it too, I think. Not because really. you keep using like roguelike, and I don't see it as a roguelike. It's it's like because like a roguelike, you'll start over, but then you're still going through like you still have the same objective that you need to do, but you have to go through this whole RNG generated thing again. And in this one, it's you. When you die, that's it. And you have to generate a brand new story with another character and all this kind of stuff. I didn't really find it to be that roguelike. You don't, like, keep any upgrades or anything. Like it's that. just the, yeah, it just keeps track of your progression through the different stories and what you've seen. Yeah, yeah. But um, the the gameplay not really telling you what you're supposed to do is pretty frustrating. Like, even if you go into help, I really don't, the way the instructions are worded, I really didn't understand what it was trying to tell me a lot. Yeah, the, I, I forgave a lot of that because that played into my like lost media vibe of it. It's like, yeah. oh, this is like a cursed, obtuse computer game, but I recognize that that is a design flaw. I hated the combat in this game. It, it, it was just impossible for me to tell if, if what I was doing was effective or not. Sometimes you would have to like sever their... 
respond to reality in order to to banish them or something like that. And then sometimes you would have to do this like little chicken dance where you like bow and clap and you have to find the right combinations to banish them unless you have a spell. In most cases, I didn't. And they would just spring these guys on you that I had absolutely no chance of beating whatsoever. So after getting thrown in the dumpster about 15 times, you kind of get you kind of get a little like twitchy. It's... Yeah, it was interesting because those are two. The combat thing is, I think, a, a bigger issue. But like the spells thing, like there's an easy way to get spells. You just go to the school and go to the library. Yeah, but, like the game. Yeah. I guess it doesn't do the. You just the game really does kind of toss you in and just expect you to just start trying things. And that's a big part of roguelikes where you you'll get pushed in and it's just here die ten or twelve times as you figure the game out. Um, when you're not expecting that experience, I can totally see, understand that that's frustrating. The combat is another instance where, like, if you don't go and read, there's basically four menus you can use in the combat screen that are classify your different actions. It's like offensive, defensive, yeah. ritual, and one other thing that's like, uh, I, I forgot. Yeah. Um, using items, I think. But you have like a, like 200 seconds and each action costs a certain number of seconds. So you have to right. like make a combination and then... Uh, hit, hit execute but if you don't like go through each menu and read what every single little thing does you don't really understand what you what tools you have at your disposal which is a thing that many people might do intuitively but maybe some people wouldn't maybe some people would, would go to that and be like there's 30 things i have to read i'm not going to read every single one i'll just let the in modern game design, oftentimes, even when they present you with a toolkit as deep as that, you'll like, the, you'll, well, I'll wait for the game to like introduce it to me because that's what they usually do. They do like a slow trickle. This doesn't yeah. happen in this no. game. They so, do have like a help thing that's like, toggle this and we'll take you through the thing. And this is the tutorial they take you through made no sense to me. There's there's like things you can do to like examine the enemy to see what they're weak against and but again this is nothing that the game ever ever tells you. So no, I, not, it took me forever to see that that their um, stats in the corner. Oh yeah, because there because their pictures on the opposite end of the screen. Mm -hmm. So I'm like looking at so their you didn't picture, even notice their stats <laughs> and like not for a while and then I was like okay well how do what how do they go away and then I look over to the left I was like oh their their hit points are ticking down. Or like they'll have like double um, double enemies, and I won't notice that there's another stat bar on there. Yeah. So I'm like, I killed that nurse, the two nurses. The Why two is nurses, one of them still alive? Yeah, like, that was a pain. So I didn't have as much trouble with the combat, but it took the longest to figure out, and I did have to sit there and read yeah. every goddamn thing. I, I I did too, and then some of the ones that were. They didn't take physical damage. You had to use like magic or whatever that shit is. The knowledge damage or in the ritual. And then they yeah. had this ritual menu. The ritual stuff. Different things. Yeah. Um, like I didn't even. I don't even know anything. I still couldn't tell you how to battle something with the ritual thing. I still couldn't tell you. I haven't uh, encountered really any monsters that I fought one ghost, but it was pretty straightforward. It was just like smash their barrier to the yeah to the realm of the living. Can do. Um, you said smash. I know how to do that. Uh, there was one where I was like uh, trying to use. I was trying to do that, and I was trying to use a weapon or my fists on it, and it just kept saying like, "This this monster can't be defeated with physical damage." And it's like, "Well, what? Well, let me see what spells I have." I was like, "I have malignant growth or whatever the hell that thing is called, which just heals you." Um, but it also takes away your sanity. Low, uh, yeah, and it heals you at a cost. Yeah. And it's always at a cost. It's always at a cost. I mean, it's Arkham. Mm -hmm. It's Arkham Horror. Yeah, it's designed, so it's, every choice is designed to be... This is, this is a game of, of hard choices, sacrifice, like meaningful sacrifices, and Pyrrhic victories. <laughs> like, you're going to get the shit kicked out of you and barely win. And that's yeah. the point. I think it's also what also is kind of frustrating about it is you have to explore it so many times like you could explore it once and then what comes it's because it's rng sometimes i'll go into that area and i'll have to explore it like three or four times before it lets me progress it doesn't really tell you that this game doesn't tell you a whole lot i guess is my biggest problem because i keep just hitting yeah, that yeah, again yeah, yeah. over um, and over again on the head but it doesn't you, tell you a whole lot how did you feel about like did you 
find any of the mysteries or like the creature design or like was the stuff you what was the reward that the game does use like you had mentioned that you don't really feel of it feel it as like a roguelite or an XCOM because in those games yeah you die a lot but there is still a core progression that does advance yeah here we don't have that the only progression you get i mean it's it's more of the stories you feel well it's like playing through a game of arkham horror than you lose then you have to set up a brand new game yeah so it's just like playing a board game to me that makes sense yeah it's just it's just a board game like if you if you die you just wipe it and you have to set it up again which like i don't hate that um in this game it's it's not like like you said it took two hours it didn't take me two hours maybe like, like 30 minutes of playthrough oh, you can this is it's really designed that you can burn through a playthrough in 20 30 minutes but yeah if you're like luxurious which is which is a good time which is a which is a tick in the good column oh for yeah, this yeah game. for sure because like it's just like okay well i don't it's if i do die it's not going to be a slog to get back because no, this yeah is, it's this a very a, quick game to play it's just it's designed that roguelike thing is designed for speed runs to be yeah. smashed quickly and a lot get a lot of loops it, it's like a, it's like a board game or a customizable card game where you're just like just like throwing things together and trying to see what i'm glad you, know. you i'm glad you mentioned that because it is fully customizable you yeah. can play a quick play mode but you can also change all the settings you can randomize certain elements or only other ones you can pick which cases you want you can pick which character you want you can pick which old god you want to fight so the game lets you totally customize a playthrough like a board game or you can just hit quick play and get everything randomized to try to scare myself i did pick the spider god when i went to a customizable one i did a, i only ever did quick play i got that spider like three times yeah yeah i got i, I picked the spider but there's not really like there are a couple spider encounters in it because of the modular aspect it's more about what the old god's intrinsic like ability is yeah and and in the the case of the spider god it's it's cosmic web it keeps you you're not you, you can't, can't run, run away, away. Right. You, you can't, can't run away you from can't flee enemies monsters which is something I tried to do. I still haven't been successful in fleeing from a monster yet. I ran, I ran away once because I freaking had to. This thing was hammering my ass. <laughs> oh, man. They, uh, that, that might be why I died so many times is I just fought. <laughs> I just stayed there. So you got to come take me, monsters. Yeah. Well, I had the spider so many times I had to fight a yeah. lot of these people. Yeah. Um, depending on what you do, they will throw in, depending on what the old god is, they will throw in spe- like different kind of enemies at you. Like there are spiders in the spider god one, and I ended that game with so many spider bites, just bites everywhere. <laughs> bite, 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 bite. That's interesting. I see. I didn't even realize because I had gotten it, that god so many times. I didn't realize that like it would make the spider. I just thought there were a lot of spiders in the game. <laughs> no, because like I, I played the other old gods and there weren't any spiders in that. But like each old god, I think comes with their own like. Because they kind of tell you this in the game. It each comes with their own, like, deck, quote-unquote. Yeah. Where, so, like, I'm, I'm assuming that's different enemies, different encounters, and stuff like that. So, yeah. But uh, you don't really have to fight the old gods. You just have to get up their lighthouse. You have to get to the top of the lighthouse before the Doom meter runs out. Yeah. And each, each level of the lighthouse is an increasingly gnarly encounter you have to fight your way through. I did like that. I like the lighthouse, the lighthouse and cool. gathering the keys and stuff like that. I thought that was a, that was a good touch. Yeah. 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 You get a key for each mystery and you unlock the lighthouse. It's, it's, it's cool. I, 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 I like what I'm picking up what this game is putting down. So yeah, just real quick. I wanted to see, my, if you had a case or a mystery that stood out in your mind, my favorite is definitely the janitor who wants to turn everyone into mermaids. Just that's just nothing but a good time. Just that's a high school a janitor kidnapping Wait, teens. Wait, what, what kind of mermaids? Like Little Mermaid? Are we talking about like the Cabin in the Woods merman? Um, it's <laughs> it's more like. I mean, he's just sewing body parts together. So it's oh, like, so it's a Fiji mermaid. It's Rain Wilson it's in Rain the Wilson House of a Thousand Corpses. Yeah, okay. It's not. He's not really making mermaids. He's. Did he's, that make you laugh when you saw it in the House of a Thousand Corpses? Just Rain Wilson with his Rain Wilson face, like sewed onto a fish bottom. Not at the time when I saw it because I didn't know who Rain Wilson was, but I was laughing through a lot of that movie because it's so bonkers. Uh, <laughs> that made I guffawed when I saw that. <laughs> Because he's just like, it looks like Dwight Schrute, even has the glasses on. And it's just like, he's got this face like, Err. 
Mute, mute discomfort. <laughs> yeah. He just has to spend eternity as a fish man. Yeah. Um, yeah, I loved the janitor one. That one really spoke to me. It was so crazy. I liked the one... Uh, the one where you're stuck in your apartment was kind of neat, too. Or you, yeah, anyway, the, my, my favorite one was the janitor abducting students and transforming them into mermaids. That That's pretty good. I, I, I didn't get that one. Mine was probably the the one I have the biggest the be, the biggest memory of man it might just because it spammed me with this one what was the scissor lady oh yeah but it actually gave you like a thing that you were supposed to do it's like okay find the candles find what um mm-hmm. sigil you're supposed to draw on the board it like gave you it like actually gave you like a list of tasks to do instead of just like wander around until you know it RNGs the ending of the story, which is like what someone, what a lot of them are. There's a an, lot of them are. There's another one. That's like a midsummer. A lot of these like take their openings, at least from popular media. Like you'll recognize a lot of things. Well, that's clearly like this. And that's obviously midsummer and such, but they spin the story. Like one of them is the beginning of darker than black. Uh, but the ending is very, very different. So it doesn't always just because if you play this game and you recognize the beginning of a mystery, you don't necessarily know where it's going to go. But the Midsummer one was like that too, where you you're basically in this town and you have mm-hmm. three days. Did you get this one? Oh uh, no, it's pretty cool. It's like it's like that one, except you're moving through this whole town. I feel cheated. Kind of... I kept RNG like just doing quick play and it just kept giving me the same goddamn ones. You can re-roll. When you go into your uh, apartment to look at which cases you have, there's an option to re-roll. You get a um, doom penalty if you... Oh, no, wait. Well. Actually, you don't for that. You get a doom penalty if you try to re-roll the perks you get when you level up. Oh, okay. Um, which, yeah, oh, you get cool little perks that are kind of neat, too. Perks were so useless. <laughs> like, Man, you're probably just... getting some bad ones. because I am. I keep getting like art appreciation... And like it's a stat bonus, but like yeah, that's all I would get are stat bonuses, and it's what do these help me with? And every time that's another frustrating thing. I would keep running into these encounters, and they were like, "You, you need spectral hands or whatever to to get this this thing." And I never ever not once playing this game had had something like that to get a get a special option on there not once it's because of the modular aspect and because everything is is randomly generated there are a couple of instances like that where you'll get some mysteries that in order to progress through a certain part you need to have an item that can only be obtained from another mystery so the only way to do that is to have is to get both mysteries on the same run so there's a lot of that's again. You're, this game is clearly designed to be played quickly and a lot. Yeah. <laughs> so if you want to see everything, you're gonna have to pray to R and Jesus and hope you get the right roles in some situations. Well, R and Jesus is not like me. Yeah, there were a couple of frustrating. R and Jesus where... did not die for my sins. Apparently, <laughs> he wasn't thinking about you. He wasn't thinking about me. Uh, but yeah, there were a few situations where I would get like, "You need a small key, shit," and then like three three loops later, I found the small yeah. key, but I don't have the thing it opens, shit. Around Jesus is like everyone is welcome in my kingdom except John. Fuck except that guy. John. He can here's go. Some more spiders. Here, here's some more spiders. Here's some more Why spider don't you do the ramen one again, you fucking bitch? Oh, the ramen one was so gross. The ramen one was gross, but it was a good story. I did like. I, it. Yeah, I really, I really, I, I like how gnarly and, and crazy the the stories are. They're yeah. pretty fun. Um, I don't have anything else to say in the boneyard, man. I think I got plenty. Okay, well, let's just like quickly bury this in the in the yard then <laughs> before vincent catches before us vincent catches us filling these holes we got some tricks and we got some treats this is where we hand out ratings to the horror and the gameplay um the first one being the horror which we award in spooka booze yeah so little ghosty booze uh from one to ten Tom, rate the horror in this game. All right, on a scale of one to ten spookaboos, I'm going to give this probably a... I think it's a four. It's not ever outwardly scary. It's 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 really good at maintaining the mood and the tone. Like, yeah. the, the dread of its of the works that inspired it. It's very good at, at being that kind of homage. I love the gnarliness of the enemies and the gnarliness and craziness of some of the mysteries I've seen. But it, it ultimately just hangs together like reading... Uh, a horror comic that's not like really scary but fun so i'll give it a four i'm gonna give it a two all right 
Um, I like the artwork. The artwork's dope. That's about it. <laughs> um, well, no, the stories are good. The stories, the stories are kind of good. They're they're like generic, real generic stories, um, except for the janitor mermaid one. But like, the, it reminded me of scary stories to tell in the dark type stories. The artwork was good. That was that was really the only gnarly thing about it. So I'd give it a two. Two little bones, two little two, spookaboos. two little spookaboos. I mean, there are two of them, so they're not alone. That's true. They're gonna hold hands. <laughs> Boo, are not alone. <laughs> they're gonna hold hands and skip through the world of horror. <laughs> Speaking of bones, uh, bones. This is where we hand out bones. Uh, according to how, how make it rain, bones, bone rain. <laughs> it's Vincent Price's shower. Yeah. Um, this is where we uh, rate <laughs> the game play of the game. Bone rain. The bone rain. Step inside. Get it on my face. <laughs> Here comes the bone rain. <laughs> You're not thinking about bone rain the same way I am. Oh, I'm definitely. <laughs> okay. I, should, I promise you, I am. <laughs> <laughs> um. <ooh. laughs> That's how I whip up my victims. <laughs> skeet, skeet. Um. I think down these females crawl. <laughs> I'm feeling pretty. Like I said, I the loop of this one spoke to me. I'm gonna give this one. I'm gonna stick with. I'm gonna. I'm gonna be courageous. I'm gonna have some resolve. Eight bones. I'm gonna I give it. Like this loop. I know. I'm gonna give it four. I did not like this loop. Ouch. <laughs> I'm gonna give it four. I did not like this loop. I you gotta let me know how to play your game when I'm playing it. That is fair. You gotta let me know how to play your game when I'm playing it. Like I don't, because I, so many times I felt like I was just like pushing buttons. I was like, I don't know. Let's see if this works. <laughs> and then it's like it, it's like me playing Marvel versus Capcom two. It just put in a quarter, a bunch of flashing lights happen, and I lose. I don't know what happens in this <laughs> game. So it's yeah, I give it a four. I mean, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Sorry, Tom. It's like, yeah, it's like an indecipherable slot machine. <laughs> it really is, man. Yeah, no, I get it. I totally get it. No, it's I like totally every, it. like just playing a slot machine. Just bar comes up every single time. Yeah, I guess the house always wins. I mean, it's Spookaboo Manor. It's, it is Spookaboo Manor. You, you will never triumph over Spookaboo Manor. Um, speaking of which, don't put that shit on Spookaboo Manor. Listen, we're we've reached the edge of the confines of Spookaboo Manor. We're at the edge of the property where the last blockbuster lies. Yeah, the final blockbuster in existence. I'm gonna kick open the doors here. Yeah, <laughs> kick it open like a no knock raid. <laughs> and, uh, march over uh, to where this lies. Fuck it, let me in. So this is where uh, this is this is a section called. Do we buy the VHS? Please tell me whether or not I should just buy this VHS. If this if this game, if World of Horror were a grimy, beat up, old, worn down VHS tape that you was it was a perpetual favorite rental from Blockbuster for sleepovers, is this something you would buy to add to your collection of perennial favorites, things to whip on when you're having a spook 'em up night with your best buds? We've all had those times where like a game pisses us off and you yank it out of the out of the console and punch it in the face and throw it in the corner. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's kind of how I felt about this game and playing it. So uh, no, I will not buy this game. Boy, this did not capture your imagination. It did not, man. It did not enthrall me like you thought it would. This left you cold. It did. Well, I was wanting to play Lies of P again, guys. Lies of P is out now in stores. Guys, get involved. It's Pinocchio. <laughs> get and in on steampunk the robots. You don't want to miss out. And zombies. You get it, get in, you get in on the you ground don't want floor. That Pinocchio FOMO. No. No, be FOMOKIO. FOMOKIO. <laughs> but yeah, I, I, I wouldn't buy it. I, I I was being kind of like leaning into it being a little bit unfair. It's it it can be fun, but it's just it's just not my kind of game. I gotcha. Um I'm actually Mm, I'm kind of on the fence about this one because I love this loop, but I recognize it's very finite. Like, I, I know I'm not going to be playing this game for very long. And there um, are other games that do this better. There's not a game that does this specifically. So Not I'm gonna, a video game, but Arkham Horror does this better. 
Yeah, not as breezily. Like our, no. it's it's a big pain to set up, um, and it's That's it's true, not yeah. it's not as quick to play. Like your char- the characters, you get one of five people, I think, and this none of them have names. Like they're so disposable. Well, that's true. Yeah. Um, one of them's wearing a bathing suit the entire time. Did you see that one? You can you you pick their outfits, but it doesn't matter because I put a Hawaiian sometimes, shirt on this one yeah, guy. Sometimes put, it doesn't. It defies you when you try to change their outfits. When I I was like, oh, this might make this a little bit more fun for me, and they're like, no, John, we're not going to give you your Magnum PI shirt. We're not even going to give you that. I'm going to say I keep this one. I'm going to say I keep this one. Keep I it. Think, I think. Well. You know what? No, don't nope. let me sway you. You can tell me to go to fucking hell and like, just buy this game. Yeah. I, buy this VHS. I, I think I might keep this one, but this is one of the ones that, this is a VHS that I whip out when I, when I, when I want to try something. When yeah. I'm like, okay, let's see. Let's, let's, see. let's see if I can try to broaden the group's horizons here. Yeah, this is like when you invite your like film friends over. And you're like, let's watch this one. Yeah, this is when you get like a weird flavored soda. Yeah. Like I want to see how this one goes over. Licorice flavored soda. <laughs> yeah. They actually make those. I don't doubt that they do. I actually want to try them because your boy likes licorice. <laughs> Got a whole <sighs> bag of black jelly beans, man. That's too many. That's entirely too many. Oh, jelly man, beans. it's not. I should have left some for Vincent. He would have oh, yeah. No, 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 no. I don't. I, like, I, I like eat them all in one. I spit black. My teeth are already black because I've been dead for years. <laughs> uh, um, I think we're all done, man. I think we've. I think that's a sewed. <laughs> yeah. I think we have completed our contractual obligations. Transaction complete. I've I've done my time in World of Horror. Oh man! I've well, served my nickel. You did. You did. You 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 dropped the quarter into the slot machine. <laughs> I have served and you got hard bit by fourteen spiders. I hit I served hard time on the road in World of Horror. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you're here, uh, thank you so much for listening. Yes, um, you guys are awesome. Uh, you can follow us Patreon.com/slash GameFlanEmployed, where you can get uh, access to a bunch of exclusive podcasts just for five little dollars a month, plus a bunch of other tiers that we have. Uh, you can get your own exclusive podcasts. We do movie nights with our patrons every Friday night. Um, all sorts of things. So check that out. Also, leave us a review wherever you're listening to us. It helps God, a lot. please leave a review. The reviews, they help. John, say some words and let's get leave out Leave a review and, and name this podcast in particular because I am starved for attention and I need this positive reinforcement. So please. Also, any and all pronunciation corrections, please make sure to send them his way. Yes. Yes, I'll be sure to immediately delete them without reading. Uh, but yeah, you can find me on the social medias uh, at Johnny Rhymes. Uh, that's both on uh, Blue Sky and Twitter for now until, you know, pull the ripcord on that yeah. one. Until the doom meter fills up. Too yeah. much. <laughs> but the doom meter's like at 95 right yeah. now. So. <laughs> So we're close to awakening Eog Sofa on fucking Twitter right now. Alright. Bye. Get out of here. artwork is provided by doc garvey you can follow him on twitter at underscore jd burrows underscore our channel artwork is produced by michael vincent bramley you can find more of his artwork at instagram.com slash mv bramley art